Football Friday. Uh, your host, Dom Diaz, Adrian Heredia, and Jack Scary with a special guest, Nick Almeida. We're going to cut to an interview with James Lagos. This is Coach Lagos talking about the upcoming New England Patriots Tampa Bay Buccaneers game. And yes, the story is that uh, the GOAT, Tom Brady, will be returning to Foxborough's Gillette Stadium to face his former team and former coach, Bill Belichick. My summary of the game is going to go like this. The Patriots just don't have enough weapons, talent, or gumption to compete with the high-potency offense and crazed dog defense of the Tampa Bay Bucks. I call 27-14 Tampa Bay. Brady only plays three quarters, throws for four touchdowns, zero interceptions. Mac Jones struggles but manages the game because that's what Josh McDaniels does. You heard it here, folks. Have a great day. All right, that was James Lagos with his summary of the game. Uh, so you guys, what do you guys think is going to happen? Oh, I personally think Tampa Bay is going to beat the Pats. I know we're in New England, but Brady is just too good. He has too many weapons. We built him, but he is the man right now. What do you guys think? I'm going to have to disagree with that. Now, I know everyone thinks Tom Brady is going to come in here and whoop our Pats, but I beg to differ. Um, I feel our pass defense is going to come in clutch. I think Belichick has a plan to stop Tom Brady, knowing that they've known each other for so long and that um, our offense and Mac Jones will hold up this game and come out with a W, start the season off rocky, but I feel like we'll come out with a dub against Tampa Bay at home. You know, I'm with that, actually. I, I think the Patriots will pull an upset with this one. I think that defense... It, it, I don't think it's going to hold Brady, but it's going to delay Brady enough. We have a solid defense. We have a really solid defense. Yeah, on NFL.com, our defense is ranked number seven in the league, and the Bucks is ranked number two. I know that Bucks defense is pretty good, but so is our pass defense. So it really comes out to who makes more mistakes or who comes out with the big possession or the big turnover that – Shifts the momentum. But yeah. Keep in mind, keep in mind that the Bucks defense are missing a ton of key players for their secondary. Yeah, I mean, and they just got Richard Sherman too. Yes, but that thing sign is, was big. No, no wait, 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 y'all are forgetting. He's not the same Richard Sherman that he was on with the Seattle. And is he even playing? Yeah, I don't think he's, don't think he's playing he's, first he, week. He, yeah, he's no, he's, he's not. not he's not playing first week. But I feel like that veteran is going to help gonna lead them, yeah. Yeah, he's going to help lead them with their rookies, which is kind of what the Pats need and Stephon Gilmore coming back, leading this team. Because right now, our leaders right now are really J.C. Jackson and Jalen Mills. Because they've been in the league probably the most on our defense other than McCourty. But, yeah. Well, this is a big mental game, too. I mean, it's the most anticipated. Ever since the schedule came out, this has been the most anticipated game, Brady coming back to, to New England. Um, so, you know, this is a this is definitely a game. Other than the Super Bowl, this is definitely a game that both these teams care about very much. Yeah, Tom Brady starting off with a 
the season very strong. Only number two in passing yards with 1,087 yards right behind Derek Carr, who's having a breakout season as well. Uh, um, Mac Jones is only 7.73, but our Pats offense is really based around that uh, power running. Well, we have Damian Harris and Mondre Stevenson, that rookie out of uh, Oklahoma, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, we really can't throw the ball. I mean, mean, well, the thing is, Mac Jones, like, he's one of the top-ranked rookie quarterbacks coming out of this class, too. But we're not surrounding him with receivers. We have... um, an iffy receiver core, but I feel like that's something that we could clear up this offseason or by the trade deadline because, you know, Bill well, Belichick's the I think that mind. the thing is, like, a big part of, like, with your quarterback and your receivers is the chemistry, and this is a very new team. This team, you know, we just got the tight ends. We just got a couple receivers. Mac Jones is a rookie. Um, they're not just going to click uh, by week three. So I think that if you wait it out, I think that the tight ends will start, will start coming in, getting a little more comfortable. Mac will start pushing the ball a little deeper and – um, we're just gonna see like the um, Belichick really implemented or McDaniel is a better, a better offense too. Yeah, they calling like. Patriots have a lot of questionables actually. Uh, Nick Folk, Kyle Duggar, Kyle they, 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 they say they said he'd come in and play. He's playing. Uh, Kyle Duggar. Folk. Folk. Oh, Folk. Folk. Right. Yeah, he's he's having a good season too. He's um, I forget. I'm uh, pretty sure it's like around like 33 field goals made in a row. He secured that with the Jets win. Speaking about field goals, that Justin Tucker kick. Ooh. Yeah, that was the what? The record for game winner? Yes. Game winning field yeah. Goal. It was the record in general. Yeah, that was the record in general. For a field goal? Yeah. Oh, that's that's the longest field goal of all time. 63, I think, was the last one. What about that guy that attempted? Uh, it was the Cardinals attempted a 68? Yes. Yeah. 68-yard yeah. Yeah. field goal. You're a kicker. How does it feel to kick? In pressure, just um, people watching you. I haven't really had a field goal yet. Extra points are a little different. Extra points are right there, real quick. You, you know, it's you're not really like aim at anything. You really just keep your eye on the ball and kick it. But when it comes to a field goal, I mean, thing is, you have one job, and and you can't screw it up. Uh, everywhere. Obviously, you know the the long snap, the snap has to be good, the hold has to be good, but uh, the kicker just has to go out there and kick it. And yeah, with all that pressure, especially what NFL record kick and uh, to win the game and then keep their record and. You know, it's 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 tough. Talking about receivers, uh, the number one receiver for the Buccaneers right now is Chris Godwin. He's number 15th in the league with 241 yards. And our leading receiver, which is Jacoby Myers, is ranked number 45. But as I said before, we are running offense. But you guys we, did lose... Uh, a really big key, Nikhil Harry, early in the se- in preseason there. Yep. Let me just put it here now. Dom Diaz is a Seahawks fan. Exactly. He, he still tunes in for the Patriots here and there, so he knows what he's talking about. Now, how do you guys feel about Brady's return? How do you think I feel these fans, him, how everyone will handle this? It's going to be the biggest game of the season, no doubt. I feel it may not be a high-scoring game or it might not be a thriller, but at least the fans are going to be appreciative that they get to see Tom Brady again and they get to see him at home one more time. Uh, obviously not in the right colors, but they get to see him at home. I feel like this is what football is all about, you know, these big rivalry games. First game back for Tom Brady in Gillette Stadium. It sounds crazy. He only he left a year ago. 
Like, that's crazy. He's not on the Patriots anymore. He won a Super Bowl without us. Like, this guy is the real deal. But, you know, the Patriots, you never know with the Patriots. Well, how do you feel about Belichick coming to this game? Do you think, do you think he's going to keep his mojo if it's just another game? It's just a, just a window we got to get? Or do you think he has, you know, that thought in the back of his head, I really can't lose this game? Every game, just do your job. Belichick's going to come in here, show no, no mercy, no mercy at all to Tom Brady. And I feel like he's going to put his foot on the gas and try and slow down this Bucks offense and get a, a dub. Yeah, I agree with Adrian. I think Belichick's going to take this personally. I think he really wants to beat Brady. He really, really wants to beat Brady with all this drama they had in the offseason two years ago, a year and a half ago. And, um, yeah, I think it's going to be a really, really hard game for both of them. I'm sure the Patriots are going to memorize Brady somehow with at least a slideshow or maybe even retire his jersey. You don't know. But. Nick, you're a QB. How would you feel if you were Mac Jones, a rookie, having to face such a great QB like Tom Brady coming back to his hometown? How would, how would your emotions feel? Even before the game, into the game. Well, the thing is, Mac Jones, uh, the system that he came out of, Alabama, it's it's probably the, the most the closest thing that you'll get to an NFL team at the college level. So he he know he, he knows what it's like to deal with the pressure, with the expectations. Um, but coming into the Patriots, like that franchise, obviously we just had a you know one of our worst years um, with Cam, and uh, so the expectations, you know. Since they, since, since as long as they're better than la- as long as they play better than last year, it, it's probably you know, like maybe not satisfactory, but like they'll be more pleased with uh, with Mac Jones this year, coming off of you know Cam Newton last year. But there still is that legacy to fill with Tom Brady, and there's a lot of expecta- expectation coming into Mac Jones. I mean, similar body build; they're both not mobile, and. Um, with, with Brady coming in and, and the fans probably, like, really seeing, is this, you know, is this our next Brady and, and we see in Mac Jones? Yeah, it's, it's I'm sure it's really nervous. Really. I mean, you can only imagine how, how much pressure he feels after coming in as a rookie and having to fill in the shoes of Tom Brady. So many Patriots fans believing that he is, uh, he has to fill in the exact role, bring in, bring in the Super Bowl for, for the Patriots, but, I mean... Yeah, only a rookie can do so much, and we'll see if he can. If either he comes out and gets the Super Bowls, or he he falls short. Speaking of Cam Newton, that to me was the most surprising move this off season or preseason by the Pats. But releasing Cam Newton, no one saw that coming. But in his response after that, and I quote, he said um, he thought Mac Jones would feel uncomfortable with if he started over Cam. Because Cam just has that, I guess, mojo to him, ego to him, that he's the starting QB. And I feel like Belichick just thought Mac Jones would be better for them this season and in the future. I agree. When Cam came, I was very, very disappointed. I was expecting great things. He's been working out all offseason for that. Two years ago, I should say, all offseason. And, I mean, 7-9 and nine wasn't a bad record, but it certainly wasn't really good. It was a horrible was, record compared was, to... Yeah, it compared was horrible to compared to what we used to have, but, I mean, we didn't come last, so that's all that matters. So. <laughs> well, 
you can never think of that. Like, if you think of that in a race, you're yeah. just, it's over. <laughs> well, at least I'm not last. It's either first or nothing. Either. Yeah. Well, I mean, this Patriots defense is going to have to come big because they also they have two receivers in the top 30, and, um, Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. On top of that, Tom Brady and they have Gronkowski. Just had a pretty good game against the Falcons, scoring touchdowns. That defense. They also just came off the game against the Rams. Yep. And uh, Brady thrown for 432 yards against that Rams defense. That's tough. Well, so we're going to cut to a interview with Matt Krause, the starting center for the Mills Mohawks, about what he thinks about the, uh, the game. I'm here with uh, Mills student and football player Matt Krause. We have a couple questions for you about the upcoming week with the Patriots and the Buccaneers. How do you think the Patriots will do this week? I think the Patriots will come out firing just because it's Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. And I think Bill Belichick has a plan because he knows Brady so well. You think the Patriots will get defeated this week? I think the Patriots will not win this week. However, I think it will be a good game, and I'm excited to watch it. Yep. And Matt Kraus, how do you think about our new weapon, Nelson Aguilar? Uh, he was good a few years ago on the Eagles, but now he just kind of doesn't have a lot of upside. He kind of went downhill, but he's very good a few years ago. Do you think Brady's weapons will outmatch RDB's J.C. Jackson and hurt Stephon Gilmore watching on his TV? Uh, I think so. Chris Godwin and Mike Evans are very two good weapons that they have. Same with Gronk. But I think they'll probably outmatch J.C. Jackson. But I don't know about Jalen Mills. Jalen Mills seems to be having a good season. Yep, Green Goblin. All right, thank you, Matt Krause. And, yeah, that was Matt Krause, our uh, football team center. But um, how do you guys feel about this game with um, our cornerbacks, our DB situation? I mean, our DB situation right now isn't bad. I'm actually pleased with the play of J.C. Jackson and Jalen Mills. We came off a crazy game with the Jets a couple weeks ago. Four picks? Yeah, four picks against Zach Wilson. Yeah. But uh, Nick Almeida... Oh, yeah, well, I was just, like, thinking about um, how, you know, Belichick's stat line without Brady coming into this game. And uh, right now it stands out. With Belichick with Brady as his quarterback and, and on his team, Belichick is 219 and 60, has a 219 and 64 record. Without Brady, he has a 62 and 74 record. Um in division titles, with Brady, he has 17 of 18 division titles. Without Brady, he has zero of eight division titles. Playoff win. Playoff wins. Um, Belichick has, uh, with Brady, 30 playoff wins. Without Brady, he only has one playoff win. Winning seasons, he has 18 out of 18. Without Brady, he has two of 18. And, of course, Super Bowls, he has six with Brady and, Z- and six with Brady as his quarterback. And people forget that Brady, or I'm sorry, Belichick had a losing record before he came to the Patriots. A pretty bad losing record. He was on the Giants and the Browns too, right? Well, yeah. yeah. He had a pretty bad reputation of just being a mediocre coach, just going like 
eight and eight every season, but not really making the playoffs. But Patriots took a chance on them, and I guess they scored. But I think that's the move that that Belichick made. Like he said, okay, clearly, you know, I need a quarterback, and then he went out, and uh, they saw something in Brady, so they got him. Now they don't have Brady anymore. See something in Mac, got him. Mac wasn't very, well, Mac was honestly, you know, wasn't ranked among the high quarterbacks that like we saw in this rookie. Um, in this round of rookie quarterbacks coming out of college this year. He was drafted 15th overall with how many quarterbacks were in front of him? Uh, three. Three, three yeah. And um, maybe four, I don't know. But, like, a lot of people doubted him, and, and now that he came to the page, there's a lot of people like, holy crap, I guess we let Mac go to the page. And um, Kyle Trask still on the board. Great talent. Now the Bucks have him as his backup, Brady mentoring him, but... Yeah, I mean, Kyle Trask played for the Gators. He was great, too. Had a pretty rocky end of the season. but I could have saw him playing for the Pats as well. What do you no. think about I mean, they got crooked by Bama. So. Yeah. Now, Dom is going to talk about the fantasy football. I mean, if you look at the Patriots' defense, they've had some strong games. They had a strong game against the Saints, even though they lost it. They had, a, they had a good amount of points. Not too bad, though. Not too good, though. And the Jets was just a complete blowout. But I, I think against Tampa, I think they're, I think they're projected the same amount of points that they did against the Saints. So if you have them, I, I wouldn't start it. But uh, you could take a gamble. But a lot of players are are going have a very high chance of of going. Like Jacoby Myers has is projected almost the same amount of points as Mac Jones. So. We'll just we'll just see who who y'all start and I I would start personally start Jacoby Myers, but I don't know if any of y'all are. Yeah, whoever has Cooper Cup on their fantasy team is killing it right now because he's number one, not only in fantasy but in actual football and yards. He has three hundred sixty-seven yards, twenty-five receptions, five touchdowns. Yep. He's he's killing it right now. He's having a breakout season. Hopefully, he can carry this into a long career. How, how do you get? I know this is not like Patriots Bucks, but how do you feel about the Aaron Rodgers little drama that they had in the off season in week one? Last dance. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think that a lot of people were kind of thinking like, you know, Rodgers just wasn't going to care about this season. I thought a little bit about that too, um, but when uh. When you saw this last game, just Rogers' emotion throughout the game, and like you know, with a couple seconds left on the clock, and uh, Rogers, you know, put them in field goal position, and uh, they went, they kicked it. You could see him celebrating the sideline, hugging his coaches. I mean, you know, clearly he cares. I think he cares. I mean, at the beginning of the season, I mean, it didn't really look like that. I was kind of actually worried for the Packers, especially with their first game starting off like that, but. I always had faith in Aaron Rodgers like that. He's a QB where you can count on him on being consistent and getting you to the playoffs at least because he's a veteran. He's no, he knows what he's doing. He's he's just a great QB. No, it's it's definitely not a coach's issue. It's definitely a front office issue with the Packers because as as you said, Nick, that the the, the you saw Aaron Rodgers hugging the coaches after leading the team to. To um to a game winning field goal, him hugging the coaches and the other players. Obviously, it's not a teammate issue or team chemistry that they're missing, yeah. and 
I know Rod just said it was weapons that he needed, but he has those weapons. Uh, it, obviously, uh, MVS uh, had a had a had a good season that uh, the year before that, and and now he's now he's he's a valuable receiver for the Packers. Devontae Adams coming off of coming off of a, almost a record almost record breaking season. They ran a call. Yeah, now they got Randall Cobb off the off the bench, and as wide receiver three now, they have they have Robert Tanyan, a solid tight end for all of them. They, they he has weapons. It's just I, I feel like he overlooked the fact that he had all that and wanted more. I think what he wanted really was the uh, was uh, more the, like he wanted to be more involved in the decisions, and that could have been actually that could have been a, you know a big reason why Brady left too because he just wanted more. Control over the team, but you know more more say into what goes into the team. I think Belichick just wasn't offering. That. I mean, I feel that because uh, it was the same thing with the. Uh, I don't know if you guys heard, but the Russell Wilson rumors that he was leaving Seahawks because he he wasn't getting enough enough attention and enough decision making in the deals with that. And well, you know, when these quarterbacks like they start to you know win Super Bowls, they start to clearly prove that that you know they're valuable. You don't treat you know. The, not that you should treat anyone differently than all the other players, but clearly, if they're very valuable and they present themselves that way, they should be a little more involved in certain things that go on behind the scenes and that most some players may not know. The about. QBs, yeah, the QBs, um, the QBs. It's their team. They're the ones going out there on the field. They're the ones who, you know, throw the ball to the receivers. They should have a say in, you know, who they want to throw. I mean, you see Brady got AB. Brady got Gronk back. Brady got um, was talking. In, Brady was involved in this Richard Sherman thing. I mean, he even on the defensive side of things now, he's like, you know, he really he really knows what he wants. I mean, I mean what it takes to win. Yeah, he knows how to scout the team and actually tell what he needs, what he what he's what they're lacking in. It's obviously you have to look. Uh, you as a quarterback, you you see that oh they could run it faster or they, they uh, the receiver could run the route faster. What yeah. if we got a faster receiver or did something? Yeah, like that. So when you're um. When you're like Brady, so far up, so many Super Bowls, considered the greatest quarterback of all time, there's no way they don't look his way for um, for his view and his side and who he wants as receiver. And I thought the Packers had a pretty good duo. I think they have the second-best duo in the league with Aaron Jones and Devontae Adams. But the Titans have Derrick Henry, A.J. Brown, and Julio Jones. So I can't really put them higher than that. But I feel like Rodgers right now is doing a good job of what he has. And I just think he needs to stay focused, which I think he's doing right now. I mean, yeah, the, the Titans, the leading with Derrick Henry, that's – you can, he, as you saw with the Seahawks game they just did, it was um, it was doing Seahawks – it was a Seahawks game against the Titans – they 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 shut him down only with you say only seventy yards with no touchdowns, but it's still for Derrick Henry's standards of having a two K rushing season, seventy yards is something is very good to stop him with. And then that second quarter came and the Seahawks, the Seahawks stopped running the ball and stopped blitzing. And then Derrick Henry got to one I think one sixty yards, two touchdowns or something like that. And it was it was a crazy game and. Uh, obviously, trying to stop a a big the, the one of them big backs like like Derrick Henry with his speed, his his aggressiveness is very tough. His stiff arm. <laughs> yeah, 
Josh Maybe, Norman. Taking Josh a step Norman. away from uh, Derrick Henry, when you were talking about the Packers, it just made me think that most of the time these players aren't really mad about their team or the coaches. It's really about the staff. I mean, these guys are with each other 24-7. It's their job, but it's more of a more than a job. It's a family. They're like brothers. When and you're a veteran like Aaron Rodgers, you, you understand that. You understand that, and you know how to build chemistry, and you find ways throughout your career to build bonds with new uh, players, rookies, free agents, you know? I feel like Rodgers can handle that situation, and I feel that he's addressed himself and how he was upset with the front office. And I feel like the Packers are going to try and do everything they can to try and keep Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. I feel like that that's something that some people need to learn is that it's it's not always the best thing to trash talk in the game because if you have those connections, especially in the NFL, you have those connections, make friends. Like, if it, just for an example, uh, DeForest Buckner and Aaron Rodgers, they're friends, and then they go to the same team. They already have that chemistry going, and then it's going to be a lot easier for that team to to not, you know, not mess up the team chemistry and have to have to wait weeks and weeks and weeks for them to like really get together. And as I don't know if you guys remember this, but the the Bears fight between the tight end and the cornerback. Yeah, yes. I remember that. Yeah, it was. Exactly. So, if you don't if you don't build that chemistry, it's that's what's gonna happen. There's gonna be fights, disagreements, and then it's not gonna it's not gonna bring the team it's not gonna bring the team up. All right. So, thank you to all the viewers and our listeners watching and listening to our podcast. And we'd like to thank you all. Thank Nick Almeida sitting here being our special guest. Thank you. And goodbye. Thank you.